Oh, another commercial free block of music here on KISM. Kiss them, kiss them, kiss them where they want to be kissed. It's WCZZZ. Go to sleep on KFRC. Later, all the letters involved in radio stations. It's your boy DJ Easy Nuts coming at you in full effect tonight to get you through that rainy commute. It's time for Mama Soul, the Texas Tortellini, the big, bodacious, beautiful butterfly. I'm making up nicknames because I do that kind of thing around here. You know where you love her. It's Mama Troy Doris with just one look to make you feel so good and fall so hard. And get, get, get it, get it, get it, get it until you can't stop getting it. Get the defibrillator because I'm about to pass out. Oh, God, it's good. When it's good, it's good. There's just some richness to that. Old school love songs on the radio. I was teaching about the origins of radio today. How it got so big in the 1920s, into the fireside chats of the 1930s. And to me, I love all the nostalgia. Radio lore, a little sliver of Americana. And I said, hey, kids, raise your hand if you listen to the radio. No hands. Zero hands. How many teens in America listen to the radio? I think we're talking about less than 2% in my unscientific study to start the episode. Welcome, everybody. But that means it's extinct soon, right? It's extinct. How sad. How sad that that DJ, the one and only Easy Nuts spinning the vinyls, is just such a relic. This generation is proving that nobody ever needed to introduce the music. They don't care. Teens today, they don't even want the VJs, the video jockeys. Downtown Julie Brown of MTV. MTV? Still a channel, I assume. Actually, maybe it's not. I don't know. It's been around since 81. And we would sit around through a commercial break just to see if Kurt Loder would let us know if there was a new band member from Metallica in rehab. Just to let us know if Run DMC was canceling their tour because they didn't get along with the promoters, just to let us know if Michael Jackson was going to court. Kurt Loder with an MTV news break, or Gideon Yeo with an MTV news break, or Serena something with an MTV news break. And it felt like something big was coming every time an MTV news break. Uh Uh-oh. Is Debbie Gibson okay? Is Janet finally going to speak? Are the fat boys breaking up? All the fluff. We liked all the fluff. I could even do a commercial break. I could sit through it. Kids can't sit through it. They're just waiting on the five, four, three, two, one. Skip the ad. Skip the ad. I don't even understand how advertising works. You have five seconds before I click skip the ad? Did you sell me anything? Maybe it's all subliminal. Is it all subliminal? Clearly a lot of advertising is. But I also like when it's just straight blatant in your face like those 1920s ads. Smoke cigarettes. Just smoke them. Your breath smells. It's going to destroy your relationships. Have some Listerine. Your hands are gross. You wash the dishes all day. Try some dish gloves. Your face resembles butt cheeks. Try this lotion. Look better. 
1920s. That's just a hundred years ago. You know how bizarre that is? Just people curled up around the radio listening to Lone Ranger, listening to their entertainment. I realize this is a podcast, so you're listening to your entertainment, if we could call it entertainment. You're listening to your entertainment. It's Doris Troy with just one look. But the idea of being in a room with your family and everyone's just huddled up around a speaker and it's like, everyone be quiet. Zorro is coming on. And everyone's picturing Zorro their own way. And then, of course, probably 20 minutes of ads for mouthwash, cigarettes, and buy another radio. Hey, you're listening to the radio? Buy another radio for the other room in your house and buy a fridge. And then buy a toaster. You don't have the money? Take out a line of credit. Invest in some stocks, and we'll see what happens in the 30s, but in the roaring 20s, let's roar. You hear me, flappers? Let us roar. So 100 years ago, looked like that. I mean, people are still listening to music 100 years ago, going to baseball games, going to the movie theater for a little Charlie Chaplin action, going to jazz clubs, necking. Uh, What else? What are the similarities? My point is, It's still humans doing human things that we would recognize 100 years from now in 2123. Uh, you kidding? Planet Earth will be unrecognizable. We will all just have brain chips where we download the information right into our skull. We won't have human interaction anymore. We're all going to be some semblance of AI 100 years from now. Do we even have high schools in America? Why would we have teachers and desks? Are you kidding me? Fifth period English class? You think that exists 100 years from now? cars on the road 100 years ago are you kidding me the white house with a human president look at us right now fast forward 100 years it's going to be so much more unrecognizable than our current world to 1923 i don't know if i buy that actually hold on hold on hold on i might disagree with my own point so you take a human out of 1923 you take a flapper you take a smoker who doesn't know it's bad for you you take someone listening to a program on the radio said caesar's show of shows and you shove them into 2023 for a day it's gonna be a weird day for them it's gonna be a real weird day for someone 100 years ago to see our world right now but but i think it's going to be even more bizarre if you took someone from right now and you threw them into the future 100 years holy shit i think teleportation's coming i think we're gonna have the ability to view our dreams on a big hologram screen in the street. Does that even, is that a sentence? I don't know. Was that even a sentence? I think the sky might not exist a hundred years from now. I can't see the sky still being there. Atmosphere. Nah, the aliens will be here by then. There's too many UFO stories now. So the aliens will be here and it'll just be a lot of different forms of species, but we'll be in direct connection with Mars by Jupiter, Saturn on Dixon, on Donner, on Rudolph, on Prancer. I don't know anything about Christmas. I do like to represent the Jews, though, when it comes to Hanukkah. I like when the non-Jews ask me, so what is it? Just lighting candles? And I go, e- uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. We do gifts also. Uh, spin dreidels, eat donuts and latkes. And then they go, but you still have a tree, right? And I go, I don't, I don't have a tree. You still do lights, right? You still believe in Santa coming down the chimney, right? No, actually none to all of that. And do you even know when Hanukkah is? No, guess what? We don't either. Jews, we never know when it is. And do we know what we're celebrating? We reteach ourselves every year, just like every Jewish holiday. And then I can present myself as a real informed student of Judaica. But honestly, wait, what's this one about the king who, okay, persecuted there, we had to flee. Which one's this? The king persecuted had to flee. 
Okay, and this one's about King. Bread didn't rise or oil? Oil or bread didn't rise? King Grogger's Hamatashin. No, this is the Latkes. Roll out the Torah. No, close up the Torah. Stand up and had to flee and had to flee and had to flee. There's a theme. <coughs> Have yourself a merry little rump-a-pum-pum. Bells will be ringing. Had a student say, Mr. Rosenberg, could you please play Mariah Carey? Her whole Christmas CD. Could you please play it on our last day during our final? And I was like, maybe. Like, I didn't want to shoot her down. Like, we actually have to take a test during that final period together called the final exam. But you like that Mariah Carey action? Then I sampled it. I was like, all right, what, what, what will she request? It's so good. Oh my God, Mariah Carey's Christmas songs? Real good. You know you want a sample. Fucking shit, that's good. I mean, like, really great. I don't care what religion you are. That's so good. Mariah, with her scream singing, hitting notes that we had never heard before. You remember young Mariah? When I was in fifth grade, just screaming these high register notes. And you're like, damn, changing the game. And then completely went nutty, right? I think. But that music's undeniable. So that's at the top of my list. Oh, yeah, and I had a little dreidel. I be- no, we need Mariah singing some Hanukkah jams, all two of them. We need Mariah to release that Hanukkah CD so I could tell my students, I'll play your Mariah, okay? I'll play your Christmas music, but we also got to hear her hot rendition of Sivy Vaughn, so, so, so. No one knows it. Change the topic. Is it too Jewish? Episode 226. Don't stop the show. You're probably wondering, what did you get for Hanukkah, Josh? (laughs) Well, I'm a grown man. I'm a dad now. I buy the gifts for the kids. I got a subscription to the Marin Independent Journal, which is a hard copy. It only comes on Sundays. But my wife, she was so excited. I'm going to get my husband a newspaper subscription, which is healthy for so many reasons. I'll explain. But number one, she thought it would arrive on the first Sunday of Hanukkah, it didn't. They already messed up. There's no paper boy anymore. There's no kid on the bike coming around your neighborhood. Those kids were reliable. Those kids were good. I'm not about to clown them at all. They were workers. Whoever your paper boy was, guaranteed, ran home from school, got the rubber bands going, knew how to bag them up if it was raining. Paper boys were amazing. Also a great Nintendo game. But now, who the fuck, who the fuck is delivering newspapers out of their Toyota Cressida? Because you've missed our house, okay? You missed a few weeks, pal. And don't just throw it on the sidewalk. Try to get it a little closer to the front door. My complaints are now out of the way. Even like radio will be extinct one day. Hard copy newspapers, they definitely won't be around in 2123. But for now, oh my goodness. Sipping coffee on a Sunday morning? Reading an editorial? Reading adorable letters to the editor? Who are these older people? 
so patient to give their feedback. They read an article in the hard copy, and then they pen a letter. Jim Delaney from Fairfax, in regards to Dick Spotswood's column on tax measures rising on the Richmond Bridge, I want Dick to know that we, it's just so cute. These people aren't angry tweeting. They're not writing a bunch of Trump-Biden rhetoric on Facebook to each other. The letters to the editor, there's always like three well-crafted, and they're not too upset. They're just kind of like giving pointers to the journalists. I just want you to know that as a longtime resident, says Estelle Lancaster of San Anselmo, I think hiking up the bridge tolls a mistake, and the coyote issue is getting out of hand. Oh, I love it. And then they're patient enough to see their name in the newspaper probably, I don't know, 20 days after they pen the letters to the editor. Like I said, the TV Guide Square is still there from 7 p.m. to midnight. If you want to see what programs are on A&E that evening, it's just an, it's an old person's game reading a hard copy newspaper. You know what's still there? Horoscopes. You go from news, 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 like actual news coming from America, global news, war news, food news, entertainment news, sports news, and then horoscopes. We're just going to get into some mystic psychic stuff. We're just going to take a break from all of this news and kind of enter this world of moon stars. When was your birthday? Okay, Virgo, buckle up. This is the week that you're supposed to think about gratitude. Make up with someone and then get into a fight again. Money's going to be tight, so don't spend so much. And people read these. I read these. I guess I do now because I'm a subscriber. But for some reason, there are still humans drawn to that. Let's be very honest for a moment. There's no basis, right? There's no basis for anything in your sign, right? And I'm on the other side of this debate. Like, I love reading about the characteristics of Virgo and reading horoscopes, and, you know, I'm all into that woo-woo nonsense. But Taurus, Pisces, Sagittarius, Gemini, it's all a bunch of hot bullshit, right? It's just fun, crystal ball, moon, stars. Someone's writing this. Someone at the newspaper is just writing this nonsense. And we read it and kind of plants a seed in your head that, like, maybe it is my week to ask the boss for a raise. Oh, my goodness, Taurus. Hey, Leo, we know you've been shy as fuck lately, so kick in the door, call out someone, and let them know how you feel. It's your week to roar, lion. Hey, Aquarius, conquer that fear of heights and climb the highest mountain possible. Lean over a balcony, walk across the Golden Gate Bridge, and let all your friends know it's a new version of you in 2024. We interrupt this newspaper for a bunch of bullshit. Horoscopes. They go back to Mesopotamia. I don't know if that's true. But they probably go back a long time to when people really needed horoscopes, right? I mean, people have always needed an understanding of our existence. What are we? Where are we going? That's why religion is still so pervasive. People are confused. They like answers. They like a little faith. They like a roadmap. We all like a roadmap. Who likes to be lost and confused? None of us. Who likes community? Most of us. <laughs> I mean, kind of. But I know the biggest value to the hard copy newspaper. I know it. It's that if I was someone, which I was, that says, yeah, I read the news on my phone. Yeah, I read the newspaper. I'm a subscriber to the Marin IJ, but digital. Or I read sfgate.com. Well, it's only like one paragraph into a real serious news article before I see on the side, it's like top 10 pizzerias. And I'm like, I got to know. Why? 
Why do we always have to know where the restaurants are ranked? Or you know what always comes. Long time business closing after 50 years. In the Bay Area, that's always a big deal. Layoffs, top 10 pizzerias, haunted mansions, all of this scintillating, sensational nonsense that I click on, it takes my attention away because it's just there on the screen. It lingers in the upper right. Like I'm trying to read an article about what was discussed in Congress and then all of a sudden, atmospheric rivers coming and I'm reading nine paragraphs on rain? Am I crazy? I know I've talked about this before, but is rain getting enough clicks where there's more articles than ever on rain? It seemed like it just used to rain and we would just have an umbrella and go through our day. Now people are like really checking the news and the news packages start with rain, flood warnings, anything to scare the shit out of us. That's news. But a hard copy, your mind doesn't wander. If you put your phone away and you start with a lead, you'll probably have a higher degree of success of reading that whole article than if you're going through the scroll on your phone. And what's with all the pizzeria rankings? I like pizzas. You like pizzas. But we're really just talking about dough, sauce, and cheese, right? I mean, what is food? Dough, sauce, and cheese is so good. It's so simple. Why is everything unhealthy? And I do mean that. Everything. I did a two-week food challenge recently. Two weeks. And I even put up a calendar on our freezer. And it was labeled, hey, you weak, fat man, follow this. And I said, 14 days. No white flour. No sugars, no eating past 8.30, no alcohol, no nothing. Like I gave myself such intense parameters and I said, you write a Y if you do it, you write an N if you don't. It's that simple. I did 12 out of 14. Perfect eating days. I might have lost a half a pound. I don't even know what diet plan this is. I just know when you're strict, like when you're actually strict with an eating plan, there's so much you can't touch. They say milk, dairy, yogurt, all the good stuff. All the dairy shitty for you. It's just spike your insulin, saturated fats, hurt your belly, hurt your brain, hurt your heart. Google most foods. Tortillas, not good for you. Breads, not good for you. Cheese, cheese which makes everything great, not good for you. All dessert, always. Pies, cakes, muffins. Like You know this, right? But it's so good. It's always bad. We're not supposed to eat that. Eliminate all white flours, so that's pizzas, sandwiches, burritos, bad, 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 rices, noodles, bad, 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 bad. I'm being told bad, right? What do we eat? What what do we eat? Red meat, not too much of it. Fish, tuna, not too much of it. That's mercury poisoning. Right, that'll clog your heart. Oh, brain disease, you don't want to touch that too. No, diabetes. What are we down to? Dipping celery in hummus? I'll do it for two days. Dipping plantain chips in a boring salsa. What are we doing? I need to be able to OD on a bag of potato chips once in a while. And I know people say, it's fine. It's fine to do that. No, it's not. No, it's not. For people that really love food, when you put your toe in the water, then you want a cannonball in that bastard. If I do one shitty day of eating, the next day I wake up with all the cravings. It's just there. You open the door a little bit. So to change a habit, I know they say it takes like 30 days to change a habit. But how do you? How do you? Of all the diet fads out there, what are you eating? You're just saying no to every function, to every party that you attend, to every work function, 
there's never anything you can eat, right? I mean, if you were to really nitpick all the stuff that we're being told is bad for us, from sugars to flours to dairy to cereals with milk, even oatmeal's probably not good, popcorn's probably not good, it's preservatives, processed, saturated, avoidable, just celery and hummus is really all you need. Yeah, hummus. Yeah, hummus is really, hummus is okay, all right? It's not like we're in the Middle East. We're all buying the same packaged bullshit. Sabra this. Trader Joe's that. It's not queso. It's not that orange creamy heavenly delight called queso. That kind of orange, drippity, creamity, oh shit, shit, shitty cheese on ballpark nachos. What is that? That's the type of stuff that sends you to the grave early. And then you have to wonder, is that okay? Like if I die early because I had some good years eating queso, is that okay? We struggle with that question. I guess it is if the people in your life annoy the shit out of you. But if you love the people in your life, you probably want to extend it. So that means eat well, eat well, get some fitness. But I don't know how to make it more than two weeks until I'm like, I need to eat pizza. I need to eat Big sourdough roll sandwiches with a lot of cheese. I saw a lady sitting in front of me. I was doing the announcing for TL basketball. Traveling. And it's great. It's fun. I get into these games. The lady in front of me had her keys out on her knee. And one of the keys was connected to a little tiny card, like a plastic credit card. And it said Red Lobster discount card. What? What? What is that? You go into Red Lobster. First of all, where's a Red Lobster? And is it good? And second of all, this lady goes so frequently, she has a discount card on her keys? Red Lobster? That's not the story. All right? That's just the entry into the story. The story is, I saw the shittiest referee. And I know, I know, we shouldn't blame the officials, right? The kids decide the games, not this night. The ref was so bad, he was just blowing his whistle all night, getting every call wrong. I even said at one point, I can't watch this anymore. I'm not supposed to heckle. I'm not supposed to, you know, even be biased. I'm a homer on the mic, but come on. This guy was so bad. I looked at the coach and I was like, what's going on here? This old man with white hair and he was mean. He was mean too, which is why I don't feel bad roasting him a bit. He would yell at the coaches if the players didn't come back after a 30 second timeout, like he was counting to 30. And if they weren't back by second number 31, he would talk to the coach coaches. Let's meet about this coaches. Let's talk. And just never let him play. Every single play, he had to blow the whistle and call something. And there were a few double dribbles, right? A few double dribbles. And then after the game, to which I say, double dribble, Trojans ball. And after the game, he comes up to me and he goes, just so you know, double dribble's not a thing. It's an illegal dribble. And walks off. And I was like, oh shit, this guy, this guy comes up to the announcer and lets me know that this term double dribble I've been using my whole life is incorrect. And instead of getting upset with him, you know, I'm doing my Wim Hof breathing. I don't get upset anymore. <laughs> upset? Are you kidding me? I'm meditative. I am highly meditated, highly medicated. No, highly meditative. That's correct. One or the other. But, uh, I was like, really? So I Googled it. It says, yeah, it's a colloquial term we use. Colloquial. Am I pronouncing that correct? Colloquial. It's a colloquial. And a uh, double dribble is not really correct. I guess he was right. A legal dribble. Um, but still I ended up slashing his tires. No, I didn't. I'm just kidding. That story doesn't end that way. Look, 
I wish him the best. I, I wish him the best. But this is a long way of saying, I guess double dribble is not really the name of the call. And what is she getting at Red Lobster? Has anyone been more than once? If you're listening right now, you're probably like, yeah, I guess I've been once. How often does she go? Where does she find these? Maybe Panol? I don't know. I don't even see them when you go on a road trip. You don't even see Red Lobsters. But the commercials are great. It's always like big lobsters falling into a bucket of ice. What am I talking about? That's a lie that I'm watching Red Lobster commercials. We don't watch commercials anymore. We also don't have buffet restaurants because we're all trying to eat so healthy these days. There's no Sizzler. There's no hometown buffet in Marin where I live. There's no fresh choice anymore. There's no nothing. You can't grab a tray and get a big clam chowder and then a giant, just unhealthy salad. Most salads are unhealthy too. The way you, you know you sprinkle bacon bits, cheese, olives, ranch, so much ranch, gorgonzola, more bacon bits. It's not a healthy thing I do to a salad. A Cobb salad at Perry's? Come on. That's probably more unhealthy than the cheeseburger. But I convinced myself, this is fine. This is fine. And then soft serve ice cream at the end when no one's at the table at the same time. How often do I repeat myself? Have you listened to this podcast? Do I repeat myself? I don't know. It's episode 226. Of course I repeat myself. Have I already done the horoscope stuff? And like episode 48. What the hell was I talking about in episode 48? Is it the same stuff just reheated or is this new? Are you, are you feeling like it's still progressing? Are we still ascending? Is there some newness? Is this where he gets insecure and hopes the listeners aren't nitpicking it? And hopes they're not going to drop a mean review? No, don't be insecure. Where's the confidence? Do some Wim Hof. <sighs> and hold. <clears throat> oh God, Wim Hof breathing. I still feel like I'm going to faint every time, but for some reason I'm buying into this fat. I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. It takes 10 minutes. Go to YouTube right now. Type in Wim Hof breathing. You do a lot of breathing for 30 seconds. You hold, and then maybe it's good for immunity, anxiety, and you sleep better. If all of that's true, my life's better. It actually feels good right now. I mean, still the last remnants of sickness, but hey, you know what's interesting? You didn't ask, and you probably don't care, so we just keep moving on, moving on. If you have a wish list this Christmas, ask your spouse for a hard copy newspaper or the discount card to Red Lobster. Do you see Barbie? I saw Barbie. I have nothing insightful to say. Everything insightful to say has been said because that movie came out so long ago. But my wife and I, we got some Chianti and popcorn, which is what we do when we get excited for a movie. And we watched it in two nights because we fall asleep on each other by 10 p.m. We don't just fall asleep on the couch. We fall asleep like a couple of kittens just intertwined that we wake up totally disoriented. What day is it? What time is it? Are the girls okay? Oh, Jesus Christ. Is it raining? Oh, is, is it Barbie? Did we finish Barbie? No, we'll finish it tomorrow. So it takes two nights to watch a movie. But we finished Barbie and I thought that was good. Like, I know there's so much to say about feminism and girl power and sexism. I realize there's a lot to say, but that was just eye candy. What a cast. Are you kidding? Those are the greatest actors. Margot Robbie. Who's better? Who's better? Have you seen I, Tanya? She plays Tanya Harding. Have you seen The Wolf of Wall Street? No one's better in her age range. In the 30s, who's better? No one. I mean, you could always say Meryl Streep. If you want to have the discussion, Helen Mirren, the greatest actresses. But that's as good as it gets in the girl world, plus she's a real Barbie. And then Ryan Gosling as Ken, excellent. Very theatrical at times too, but just so colorful, it's fun to watch. I think that's what a lot of Americans need from movies. Just, it was fun to watch. I liked looking at it. I liked the soundtrack with Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish is so damn good, by the way. Can a 42-year-old enter a Billie Eilish phase? I would go to a concert, even without my kids. Honestly, I would just go see Billie on a stool, 
looking stoic next to her brother, tickling the keys or playing the guitar. Holy shit, Billie Eilish is good. I used to float, now I just fall down. I used to know, but I'm not sure now what I was made for. What was I made for? You emotional? I mean, it's still Barbie, right? It's still Barbie. Don't get too emotional. We're talking about Barbie, right? Should I try, though? Should I just, off the cuff, on a whim, try to break it down, get all deep with it? All right. Barbie is a toy that little kids undress, and they just see plastic parts underneath, so it confuses them. But Barbie's body is supposed to be ideal, and there's graduation Barbie. There was pregnant Barbie. There's Dr. Barbie and President Barbie. So girls, you could be anything you want. That's the message. But in the real world, that's not the case. In the real world, Ken discovers patriarchy and he likes it. He likes it a lot. And he brings that back to the Barbie world. And uh-oh, things are changing around here. So far, I'm striking out on the uh, deep thoughts about Barbie. But one episode ago, I explained that I am a sexist because I believe women are the superior of the gender world. They're better than us. They're stronger than us. So that that movie just, I don't know, did it do anything in terms of deep thinking for me? Not really. I mean, I thought the message was fine. It's pretty obvious and upfront. Um, but damn, Will Ferrell, Kate McKinnon, Michael Sarah, the list goes on. Hell of a cast. That's my movie review on Amazon. Oop, 226. Breaking news this hour. The rain continues to fall. All businesses will likely be closed forever. The floods are coming. The world is ending. What, what, what's that? Oh, the, the rain stopped. Oh, they love the scare tactics. The newspapers, all the news sites love the scare tactics of what's happening in nature. I mean, there are real disasters. I I get it. Tornadoes, hurricanes, wildfires, and earthquakes. But rain is not in that category, folks. And I think it's being covered that way. I think journalists are being told, make the rain sound really fucking scary. All cars are being told, don't drive today. All umbrellas have been recalled by the manufacturers all galoshes are now full of holes well, galoshes are real no one my age has a galosh galoshes are plural so a galosh a rubber thing you put over your shoe a rubber slip on over your shoe no one's no one's buying galoshes but i feel like talking about them because they're so fun to say and it's true. No one likes a wet shoe in the rain. So what do you do? You buy galoshes. I'm going to go on Amazon Prime right now and type in galoshes <laughs> and find the price point. You tell me how much you think a good galosh is. Hold on. I'm going to the app. Try not to get distracted on my own shit. Galoshes for men, of course. Yes, waterproof. Um, You're looking at uh, 25 bucks. 30 there's some nice galoshes now oh my god look at these galoshes a lot of them aren't even calling themselves galoshes men's dress rubber overshoe what oh god damn it call them galoshes you assholes oh they're so embarrassed 
to be called galoshes, that if you type galoshes into Amazon Prime, none of the products actually call themselves galoshes anymore. I think I'm changing my name. It's no longer Rosenberg. You're listening to Here We Go with Josh's Galoshes. <laughs> Time to end this bitch, isn't it? Okay. Should we hit the post a little bit? Should we bring back DJ Easy Nuts? Yeah, let's close it out with a little old school radio DJ. Oh, you know the roads are slick out there. We're giving away tickets to see the band, yes, live in concert at the Cow Palace. But right now, we're going to heat things up with a little Sam Cooke, Bring It On Home to Me. Nope. Didn't do it. I didn't, I didn't get the radio station in there. Oh, baby, holidays are coming up. We want to keep you warm and secure. It's time to break it down with Jim Croce's hit. I got a name on KISS 104.5. Didn't even get close to hitting the post. Hey, we appreciate you tuning in to KFRC on a wet Tuesday night. It's Barbara Lynn's You'll Lose a Good Thing If You Don't Keep Looking Where You Know You Need to Look. Right in the gutter, baby. It's KFRC. Barbara getting it. Oh, grab a dance partner and grab a big old bottle of bourbon. It's time to get silly on a Tuesday. Holidays are coming and it's time to win with Holland Oats. You make my dreams come true on WZZZZ Top. Hey, we know you got a choice when it comes to picking your favorite music. And when you pick your favorite DJ, I hope you pick Easy Nuts. It's Wilson Pickett's Into the Midnight Hour on KFRC 104.5. Pretty good. We know you like gift wrap, but you can still give it to them in some newspaper or even a classy bag. It's Doris Troy's Just One Look on KZFM 10-no-no. Ooh, first time I heard this song, my pants were up my ankles and I was dreaming, dreaming of you. It's Al Green's Tired of Being Alone. Preach, baby. Preach. Oh, what's that? 411? It sounds like some of you need to call the operator. Jim Croce is back better than ever. DJ Easy Nuts to get you through the week. That's not the way. You don't mess around with Jim. Unfortunately, a sad fate, but enjoy this song on KFRC 1045. Oh, could you help me place this call? One, two, one. I'll be doing the countdown. Ooh, Brenton Wood wants you to know one thing. It's going to be a wonderful time with the family coming into town. You get out the glazed ham. You spike the eggnog early because it's Oogum Boogum by Brenton Wood Wood Woodum DJ. Easy nuts. Talking through your entire song. That precipitation coming down looks like a half inch as traffic is backed up through the Caldecott Tunnel. Why don't you keep it going for Brenton Wood? Let's do one more. Okay. <clears throat> Put in another Vicks cough drop and get that note. At every wedding? No thanks, Etta. Oh, yeah. 
Time to get between the sheets and get a little weird tonight. It's Tuesday, the 19th of December, maybe the 18th. I haven't checked the calendar, and sometimes I get the month wrong, too. But we know when the rain has fallen, that means the volcanoes are erupted in your pants, and that's why it's time to dance. DJ Easy Nuts giving you the latest with Harry Nilsson's Everybody's Talking About. One more, one more. Back to Al. Mr. Green, he'll be preaching. He is the minister of all ministers, but never so sinister as DJ Easy Nuts on KFRC is hoping you'll stay together. Oh, oh, oh shit. All right. Let's all take a breath. Mm. Now let's take 30 in a row and hyperventilate and faint and feel our bodies become cooler. All right, that's it. It's episode 226. Leave a nice review. I appreciate you listening. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>